happy. It's not New Year yet. What was I going to say? Should I stay or should I go now? Oh, you got a song today in your heart? If I stay, there will be trouble. What is the word? If, if I something, there will be double. It'll be double. If I don't, it will be double? Have you ever quit a job? Yes. Have you ever been fired from a job? Actually, no. I've never been fired from a job. Because we're both amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it right there. Okay. No, I was thinking that the other day. Neither one of us have been, have we? I should have been fired from lots of jobs. <laughs> no, I've never been fired. You should have, but have you should have been fired? Uh, maybe a couple of times. Dude, I worked at Slotsky's Deli back in the day. I ate so much food. <laughs> <laughs> I never worked in. I think service. I made a sandwich and I ate a sandwich when I worked at Slotsky's. It was next to a Frulati's. You know Frulati? Yeah, that's Is Frulati even still around? I don't think so. Is that like a, like a yeah, Jamba like, Juice? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I would go over there. They, I called them the Frulati girls, you know, because oh, yeah. they only girls who work there. And so I would go and trade them a sandwich for some Frulatis. Oh. It was in a hospital. You know how there's like food court in the oh, hospital? Oh, right. And so there's food like, court. What? And all the time people would be coming down to get something to eat that'd be crying because like grandpa died <laughs> <laughs> like somebody died. You're laughing. I know, but it's just weird. I'm making sandwiches for people that are like crying, and I'd feel so bad for them. I'd be you like, with them? No, I'd be like, I gave you a free cheesecake. Oh. And they'd be like, thank, thank you, my grandpa died. And so I was, they didn't fire me, but dude, I was straight giving, giving some food away. You were giving stuff away. No, I worked for um, like a cleaning company in high school, and I would go and clean office building after, after school, and I was supposed to every time change the trash rag no matter what but like if they only had paper in there i'm just dumping it and leaving yeah, it yeah just snag that trash like they didn't know so there was some it was supposed to take me like an hour and a half and they were sometimes took me 45 minutes <laughs> oh i should have been i probably should have been fired in those days but no i uh i have always wanted to uh, tug into more therefore i've always worked really hard wherever i am and i would have been devastated you know my personality if i got fired i'd have been devastated in my life so i always was like not gonna get in trouble do the most i don't know yeah yeah no it's yeah so it's a question that keeps coming up no we so we ask you guys always to ask us questions yeah and one of the biggest ones we get is uh some form of i feel very called into more i feel the tug of more i'm on the tug team i yeah. want to step into all that i am called to step into but where i am uh it feels like i've hit a lid or where i am we are not getting along or just plain how do i know when it's time to stay and when it's time to go and should i stay or should i go now yeah people will be asking us that question a lot and my default answer is stay yes because we are stayers we're stayers yeah and because the world is full of leavers it's true so and like <laughs> so like if you're just mad you're right if something you're just mad about something's happened for like three months yeah it's not time to leave no chill if, out if pray. like you preached a bad sermon or like your pastor had a bad day or right. like the ceo you know got a new girlfriend or something i don't know like right. i'm saying we're not only talking to church people no, but like or you, you know it's been a bad month right. or like you didn't hit your sales number listen don't jump ship on everything too early. No. Like, don't ever make a major decision when you're highly emotional. No, right. So, like, calm the junk down. Go and talk to a friend. Right. Go and seek some counsel uh, that's, that? that's outside of your sphere of influence. Right, right. 
what's that phrase? Don't make permanent decisions and temporary emotions. Like yeah. sometimes we go through moments where we feel like, good grief, I'm done with this. Yeah. But like, take a minute, take a deep yeah. breath and see if that was bad pizza or a long week or like whatever. Yeah, and, because and the down. truth is I've almost quit my job. Uh, how long have I been doing this? <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of times that i'm like man yeah what am i doing with my right, life right just go sell some insurance up in here sell some insurance no i could sell the junk out of some insurance i bet you could i could sell the junk out of anything what yeah, you well, got yeah that's true but and so yeah uh, there's I, there's just times that i'm like i want to quit i want to quit what i'm doing because it's hard and tiring or they don't see me or appreciate me or yeah, yeah. I could do, I could make more money. I could do something better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But hold on for a second. How long have you been feeling that? Yeah. So like, I was if waiting you've been, for you to break into song about hold on. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't do it. No. Well, what is it? Is, is Journey? There's a hold on to the night, but there's the other one where they just sing hold on. But I don't know. Hold I couldn't on. think. I can't remember. I thought remember. you were going to do it. That's okay. I'll get it later and okay. sing it uh, in the middle. I'll interrupt you and just start just, singing. That's what will happen. When, when the lyrics Guaranteed. Come, when the lyrics come to my brain. <laughs> um, so like if you've been chewing on it for a while. Yeah. Or like the boats are rocking right. and like what's happening. Right. How do you know when it's time to make a transition? Yeah, it's really good. Now, first of all, if you're married, that's not what we're talking about. Nope. Not what we're talking about. This is not like, man, my husband won't do the dishes. I'm going to divorce that fool. Uh, that's, okay. that, that's not what I'm talking about. No. We're talking about like in a leadership business, in I'm, I'm going to walk out on my children. That's that not. That is not ever a good idea. That's not what we're talking about. No. No, that's really good. Uh, good delineation. Yeah. So like if you're married, you got to work that junk out. Uh, there are a few uh, places maybe where it's the right thing to but but 99.9% of the time you need to stay we gotta uh, work, on it. work on that junk but yeah in job uh, man in your job or maybe in like a new season of like should I shift vocations should I start a new life path that kind of thing uh let's talk about how people can determine first of all have you actually talked to anyone about it that you feel like is someone full of wisdom or are you only talking about are it you only talking with yourself? the girls at happy hour that you're complaining with whoa you know what I'm saying shots fired I'm, yeah, or, I'm not trying to or, shoot them I'm just saying or are you only talking it to yourself because a lot of the thoughts I have in my own head are crazy. This is true. Not about you, about all of us. No, you don't. You. I'm saying, I'm saying like right. when it's just me. Right. You know, if they lock someone in solitary confinement, they go crazy. You know yeah. what? They only get to talk to themselves. Right. So in like, own thoughts, so man, process it, crazy. process it with somebody um, that wants your best. That's good. They don't want nothing from you. Right. You know what I mean? No, that cares for you, that is going to give you real you. wisdom, yeah. is going to actually speak what's truth, not just what's feelings. Yeah. Because feelings are the thing that I think so often it just doesn't feel good anymore. Well, and, it might not feel good, but is it the right thing? And that's beyond your spouse. 100%, because they're walking through it with you. They're walking through it with you. So like Rachel, if someone's against me, Rachel's fun to kill them. Right. So like sometimes right. processing with Rachel is great. It's great. Even processing with you and Aaron right. is great. But y'all got my back so much. Right. That would like, be like, let's go fight. You're ready to fight. So right. sometimes you've got to process just from wisdom. Right. Just from like a little bit outside. Somebody who doesn't have any really full skin in the game of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That they're just able to see it clearly. Yeah. No, that's really good But wisdom. we want to hide all of our stuff. 
Yeah, because we know that most often it's not just the other person's fault. There's also our fault in it too. And so we don't want to tell both sides and all the pieces. We just want to tell what we're frustrated about. Oh, they're such a loser. Yeah. My Not that we didn't show up three times when we said we would, you know, or whatever, yeah. <laughs> like whatever it is. Yeah. And so I think we have to build, um, before we go speak to wisdom, we have to build an honest list of like what's really happening or like a, a it may not, maybe it's not a list, but like an account of what's actually going on um, so that we can kind of build out a pros and cons list. It can get that in that scenario can get really tricky. So we have to be careful, but, but we do want to say what's real and what's not real and then uh, be able to speak out. Go ahead. What you just said is really good but right before that. So you make a list of what's on them Right. And what's on me. Right. What because have I like, done to, what have I attempted in order to Yeah, if your negate. current job, employment, ministry position. Right. If some of it's on the people you're working for, cool. Right. But how much of it's on you too? Right. We we fired a guy uh-huh. not too long ago. Mm-hmm. This joker couldn't show up for work on time. Oh, yeah. No right. Couldn't meet deadlines. No. Was over budget, was losing junk, right. was rude to people. Right. Like the list on him was so long. Right. But in the conversations as like the hammer was coming down, he couldn't see anything on him. Only he could only see pointing fingers at other people in the departments, even at volunteer. Yeah. Just pointing fingers. You know what that's called? No self awareness. Right. (laughs) Link it. I think that we've got a whole teaching (laughs) on uh, self awareness that like get self-aware right because maybe willing maybe you're part of the i I love you but maybe you're part of the problem because if you left that job and then you left that job and then you left that job you ever see people on facebook uh we had a guy apply here uh to get a job here and i went and looked at his facebook profile that dude had like 19 jobs listed on his facebook i used to work at Mm -hmm. and i was like not hiring this guy Mm -hmm, right this dude can't keep a job for nine months no guess what he'll be mad at me in nine months exactly no it's true so some self-awareness is important yeah and look at your track record that's a really good one that like be willing to say have i stayed or or have i left because if you or i we're beating people up early i know we're beating you all up early we're gonna start beating up everybody else in just a minute yeah okay, no it's good. <laughs> <laughs> people gonna just like click off no, they're like they're not. man these guys are blaming me no it's just good because we have to have self-awareness enough you and i we just said we're the opposite issue we're stayers sometimes yeah. we stay too long yes. we stay in relationships too long we stay yeah. in circumstances too long because we're just like i'm gonna be faithful i'm I can, gonna be faithful well, i can take it i can take it that's yeah, the real problem i can handle it i'll put more on my back like that's yeah. just and so we've had to look at times where you we've shared a little bit you had to sit me down one time in a season and say you will quit by this day at this time yeah or else i'm gonna help you like because you yeah. have my back but also because i was like i know i need to quit but i'm afraid i will uh let them down and so um there's probably two types of people even people that tug into more both both you can be both people who are sometimes quit too soon or people who stay too long. So let's talk about how to actually delineate what's the right thing, what to do. Your face. I'm like, no, oh, I don't know. There's a lot. It's a big, it's hard. Sometimes what we talk about here on the tug of more is hard because we're not speaking to one situation. No, there's too many. So it's situations. like we're giving advice on a thousand different dynamics. Okay. Then let's just tell our own dynamics. Uh, no, okay. I, I think there's a lot of wisdom they can learn from those. What? what is no, I don't. I don't know how to do it. This is just. This is part of the problem. Is that I love to have a plan. We're not. And then plan. sometimes we just come no, in and it's no a conversation. It's not supposed I, I to be think that, I think that there's a couple. Let's just talk about like what are the like the deal breakers. 
Okay. Okay. Deal so like, so I'm number saying, one deal breaking for you and I is the same. Lying. Don't lie to me. You lie to me, I'm out. You lie to me, your tail's getting fired. I'm done. Or you lie to me, I'm no longer trusting you. I'm no longer working here. Right. Like straight lying. Yeah. To me. Now. Yeah. What? No. There, it's, I, there's I, a difference I want to. I want to preface it, but then I don't. No. Right. Be, so like, if you're somewhere and you're working for a leader who lies to you. Right. Lies about you. And it's not like no, little say, accidental like miscommunication. Or like uh, don't need to know. Sometimes in an organization, there's information you do not need to be privy okay. to. So talk, talk, talk about it so people aren't confused. Yeah. So it doesn't mean, oh, you didn't tell me that you guys were in a merger acquisition of blah, blah, blah until now when it's coming for a vote. I have no idea what I'm saying. But no, well, you didn't need to know. But now they're telling you now. That's different. But if you're finding out that you are being blatantly lied to about what they're uh maybe what they're promising you uh maybe what they're promising other people and they're telling you different things maybe uh maybe you're asked to do some things that are lying and manipulative maybe uh they're lying about you you said which is a huge red flag that is not cool that's never good uh, not just you haven't been informed of all the details especially us girls, we want all the details. We're not always privy to all the details. Right. But if you're being straight lied to, um, or you find out that your leader is a liar, uh, that is not a safe yeah. environment no. for you to continue to be in. So I love that you created that delineation. Because there's plenty of times that I do not give everybody all of the information. No, correct. You should, because if you I had to give everyone all the information, my whole life would just be talking about what I already did. Right. That's not what we're talking no. about. So you can't be like, well, my pastor, he didn't tell me that we're going to have four Christmas services. So he lied. No, man, it's August. He don't need to tell you <laughs> that. You know what I'm saying? No. Right. <laughs> but like if they're lying about situations. Right. Circumstances. Or lying about what they said or he said or she said. Right. Or they're telling you one thing and then and you're finding somebody out. somebody else totally op opposite things. Then it's time to really examine if you can stay. Yeah. And you shouldn't just leave in your head like, oh, well, I guess we should get to that in a minute. But I'm just saying, if they're lying, you need to confront the lie before yeah. you leave. But yeah. we, we can get to how you leave in a second, I yeah, guess. Yeah, no, but, yeah, can confront the lie. Yeah. What else? Um, uh, so I think that, and then there's the the um, actual abuse. Like if someone well, is cursing at you, uh, okay. yelling. I mean, the reason why the one organization that I had to leave, it was absolute a toxic environment. It was not safe. Uh, nobody was punching you. No, or nobody was hitting me or touching but, you or nothing. No, no, nothing weird like that. <laughs> no, right. Nothing weird like that. But it was just a toxic, <laughs> negative. Uh, You're going home like you've been walking through a trash heap. Yes. And so it was like yeah. this environment is no longer healthy for my family, for my home, for the environment that I live in. Um, I imagine for other people, maybe maybe you hang out. Uh, I've heard of some dudes who work with other dudes and those dudes are doing things that these dudes are trying to quit doing. Like that's not yeah, a safe if environment. If all the guys you work with are going to the strip club every, go, every, every week. Know. Right. That's Man, probably not safe and smart. Yeah, if they're if all life. they do is get around and drink and yeah, you know, and you can't you can't say no to it, then that's not good. I yeah. don't know. Uh, we got to go back to lying. Oh, we weren't done with lying. Okay, no. Go back. Well, I thought we were. Oh, go. So yeah, abusive, dangerous. Negative, yeah, like really vulgar. volatile. Yeah. There's also manipulative. Oh yeah, that's that's true. And so there's a difference between just lying and manipulating because sometimes uh, people. Manipulating, 
Manipulative is when someone says something to you to try to influence your thoughts different from what they know you will think. Right. It's when they leave out things or they put in things or they say it in a way um, they're they're tricking you. Right. They're manipulating you. They're, uh, there's an environment that's being created that's playing you against other people. Right. Right. This happens in churches. Right. From insecure leaders. 100%. Where they try to play this person against this person because if this person doesn't like this person then they're going to trust me the most and leaders that want everyone to trust them and not trust each other is dangerous very very dangerous but they're they gaslight you know what gaslighting yeah. is it's like there's like a i don't it's like a story from the 1800s or something there was a guy who he like was lighting a gas lamp outside of their house or something uh -huh. on a pole and his wife kept saying the gas light on he says no it's not Right. She's like, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. He's like, it's not on. Right. There's no lamp on. She's and he like making did, her feel crazy. He made her feel crazy. Right. And so now, because he's saying, now, if you're crazy on your own, don't blame it on somebody else. Right. Those are <laughs> <laughs> Talk to a counselor. Get some self perspective. Well, That's what I'm saying. But if there's somebody who's doing things that when you're done talking to them, <laughs> when you're done talking to them, you feel more confused. Right. Because they're not. Um, Clear. Everything ends with a like rabbit trail, right? Maybe they're manipulating. Yeah, but but uh, sadly, because we've been manipulated in our life, I do want to say we have to be careful. Again, this is where the community and the people of wisdom come into play to make sure that we can have someone who helps us kind of see: Am I being manipulated, or oh. have I been manipulated so by someone else in the past that now I think I'm being manipulated when I'm not being manipulated? So you got to deal with great. your trauma. You got to be emotionally healthy. You got to have wisdom to help you sort it out. Because I no, this is great. This is you and I have done this. You and I have both been manipulated by other people. Yeah. And there's been seasons where I've had to say, Hey, am I being manipulated? And you're like, No, this is just what happened, or no, vice versa. Me too. There's yeah. been times that I get mad at somebody because I think they're trying to manipulate me. Yeah. And Whitney's like, No, they're they're not trying to manipulate you. They said this, and then you said that, and yeah. I'm like, what? That's all that happened? Yeah. Meanwhile, I got a gun in my, I'm like, I'm about to kill somebody. <laughs> right. Not really. Not but a real like, gun, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> an you emotional know, gun. I'm yeah. emotionally right. uh, spooled up right? because I think they're doing what somebody else has done. Right, right, right. So that's important. But yes, those, I think those scenarios are the like, I really can't think of another one other than, I mean, well, like no. cheating goes along with lying. Well, but I think like, there's, I think there's, um, if you know something is happening that is uh, unscrupulous. Right. Cover-ups. If there's cover-ups happening. So like... Illegal uh, things. I have a friend who was at a church. Yeah. That uh, there was like some molestation stuff going on. Right. And like it was out, but the church was trying to cover it all up and like right. pay people off and like... Oh, yeah. And the dude was like, I'm out. Yeah. So illegal. And so he, he bounced because yeah. he knew... This is this is really not good. Well, he confronted it and I they said we're not going to do anything about yeah. it. And so he's like, okay. He said, I don't want to be associated with this. So right. so he left. Yeah. So I think anything that's like goes against your moral compass or uh, is illegal or not correct, <laughs> those kind of things again go with lying, go with cheating, manipulation, and abuse. All of that is like a go. Yeah. You got to go right now. Yeah. Like you don't got to wait and pray about it. It's time to move. Okay, so those are some extremes. Yeah. We went from the extreme of like, relax, you're being emotional. Right. To the like, danger, run, run right. zone. But then there's all of this middle ground. Yeah. That I think most people. That's where most people probably find themselves. Find themselves. Of like, should I leave? 
my I haven't got a raise. Right. Should I leave? My budget hasn't increased. Should I leave? They're not giving me opportunity. I don't get to preach as many times as I want. Right. Should I leave? I didn't get the promotion. I don't feel yeah, utilized. Valued, yeah. These are these are the like okay, we got to you got to really chew on it. Yeah. And so I think we said it before, but you have to start first you have to look at your track record and say like, well, have I been patient long enough in the area where I am? You you said it a while ago about somebody said uh, I was a youth pastor here for a year and then here for a year and then here for a year. So I've been a youth pastor for three years, but really they've only been a youth pastor for a year at three places. So yeah. have you only been uh, managing that department for uh, a year at three different places or have you really been doing it for three years? You know that you've stayed as long as you feel like it's a good time to stay, but it still feels like something's not right. So what should you do to determine whether to stay or whether to go? Um. Man, I mean, we already talked about how you've got to talk to some people. Yeah, for sure. About like what's happening. No, it's huge. I can just talk about some seasons for me. Yeah, I think we should just share some stories and that will help people understand. I uh, was in a season that I was wrestling if I should stay or go Mm -hmm. and was looking at a bunch of issues and had created my pros and cons Mm -hmm. list and all the things and didn't know what to do because I lean more to the stayer than a runner yeah i'd rather fight than flight right and so um man uh, lots i talked about it a lot with rachel yeah and uh and then i thankfully had real community right already right and my real community could see in me that i wasn't okay but didn't know why because I refused to talk about it. I remember getting together with y'all and with another couple of our friends and it was like we would all get together and talk about life and stuff and everybody would talk about their work. Right. Rachel would talk about the school, Aaron would talk about the airport, you would talk about the dentist office or cosmetic sales or whatever and I remember I would just kind of like not get into it because I didn't want to dishonor anything. But But real community could see what was happening yeah see into me you as as who you were was being stifled and uh yeah uh not not your best self and so i remember there being a night that uh that we all went out to dinner and uh everybody started asking me questions and i got kind of mad not kind of mad i got mad mad. yeah (laughs) because i felt kind of ganged up on but it wasn't ganged up on it was ganged up for right and so these people started asking me, y'all started asking me questions. And um, I felt like I was standing in front of my leader protecting. Yeah. We talked the last one about armor bearing. Right. And I felt like I was holding the shield for my leader, towing the line, protecting the house, doing what I needed to do. But it felt like there were so many things that were going on that didn't make sense that I knew in my head didn't make sense, but refused to talk about that it felt like I got shot full of so many holes that you could literally see through my body into what was actually happening inside of the church. Um, and my, and in that, in that moment we were at, we were at PF Chang's. We were, uh, we were at PF Chang's. It was six people. Yeah. And, uh, 
and I said, you guys were asking me so many questions. And but it was because I had healthy community that I could right. actually have people cared yeah. about me, ask me these questions I needed to be asked. That I had to get up and excuse myself and go to the bathroom. Yeah. And I went to the bathroom, I started crying. Like like uh not panic attack, but like I just didn't know what a panic attack was. <laughs> and so this probably what was happening <laughs> I was to me. Say, for the years that we've been like, I'm not having a panic attack, was yeah. that? <laughs> and so Aaron, uh, I'm guessing you sent Aaron into the bathroom what? to see Never. if I was okay. And so Aaron came in the bathroom and this other friend came in the bathroom and they like prayed for me in the PF yeah. Chang's bathroom. And so I came out and sat down and talked and it was like scales fell off my yeah. eyes. Yeah. It was like for all this time, I was protecting, defending, towing the line, guarding the house, yeah, being an armor bearer. But in this moment, it was like I was stripped of my own armor, yeah, a little bit, yeah. And uh, and the scale fell from my eyes. And a term that people in the church use is kind of weird. I don't even all the way understand it now. They say that God's hand of grace, yeah, has lifted. You know, God. Now, again, I understand if you're not a Christian, you should be because Jesus is awesome. And that's true. But in the Bible, it talks about how God gives us grace, which just means he gives us strength. Right. He gives us um, a covering to deal right. with things. Right. But that there's a certain point where God's hand of grace, his hand of protection, his hand of it's okay for you to be here, it's like it lifted. Yeah. And now these things that were kind of bothering me were now um, all consuming. Yeah of my mind, of my marriage, of my life, of my health, all consuming. And I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew that a change was coming. Yeah. And so for me, all of this happened and I didn't want to leave. And so I just then started having all the conversations yeah. with leaders above me. And uh, which I think is something that somebody has to do. Right. I think that for me, instead of ejecting, I would much rather have an awkward conversation. No, it's so much uh, more worth having giving someone the opportunity to maybe say, oh, man, I'm sorry. I didn't realize yeah. I was treating you that way or that was happening or I didn't realize I was coming across that way. I think, man, uh, more often than not, I think in a lot of scenarios that can shift the circumstance yeah. that if we would just be willing to so often people eject and never will, will ever actually say what was happening. And I think for, for man, the, the leader that makes them feel confused and like what I wish I knew what I did wrong, but then also for that person leaves so much hurt and confusion. It's like, if we can at least clear the air, yeah. that's what that means. Like that phrase means is like clear what's going on, make it clear what's happening here. Maybe at the end of the conversation, we decide together, hey, it's time to part, or maybe it's a reconciliation. Yeah. And so it's worth giving that time to. Yeah. And so for me, I had an, I had an, in a uh, real conversation. Yeah. And so I'd call it an intervention. Yeah. And so I did what I do and I made a list. And here are kind of the grievances. Yeah. Here are the things that I think haven't been honest. Here are the things that I think have been handled poorly. Yeah. Um, now, I sh grace, 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 and then realized, dude, now I'm stripped down naked from these people right. who love me and my wife. And I was like, I have to talk about this. And so I went and had that conversation and was received and it was not received well. Right. And that's and that's a risk anybody takes. It's a risk anybody takes. The the hope was is that there would be able to be repentance and right. let's move forward yeah. and figure this out. Or even clarity or clarity whatever. and maybe I'm wrong and maybe I'm right. seeing it wrong. But instead right. I just got stiff armed. Um, and so I realized that this is not going to 
go well. Right. And so I almost ejected. Yeah. And then I felt like God told me to do a fast. Mm -hmm. And so I did a 40 day liquid only fast. Which is, uh, yeah. A very extreme. Yeah. It's a very, so I'm not suggesting that unless right. like you feel the Lord and your well, and it wasn't counsel your first fast. Like you have been true. a person who fasts. Right. Fasting is uh, denying yourself uh, food uh, sustenance to uh, humble yourself and kind of ask God, hey, give me what I yeah. need. And so yeah. it, you were a, uh, by this point, point you are a champion of fast like you've done it so many yeah, times yeah 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 that's that true you this was yeah yeah um and so over that 40-day fast i uh i prayed a lot yeah obviously and uh and god worked it out for me yeah right instead of me leaving somebody else left right and god allowed me to do the things that he had he had called me to do yeah but i so i think the steps there are um like identify the problem talk to people that are trusted yeah. Ask God to, or, or, or if the scales fall from your eyes or ask yourself, has God's hand of grace lifted from this situation? Yeah. Have a really difficult conversation. Yeah. Go and have the conflict conversation. Yeah. Go and put it all out on the table and then spend some time with the Lord and ask him what he wants you to do. Right. Because if God would have said, I want you to stay here and keep taking these bullets, I'd have done it. Right. Because I had been. Right. But his hand had lifted and I realized that that's what he, what he had for me. And so... Leaving should not be a simple decision. No, right. And I think what I get nervous, because um, I walked through that whole journey with you and yeah. I was there uh, seeing it firsthand and I saw how diligent you were um, to each step of it to make sure it was handled correctly. But I, the concern I have in, in you sharing it is I, I think people use the phrase the hand of grace is lifted to uh, – uh, loosely too easily yeah. too often when they just don't want to deal with actual conflict um it sounds like a nice way of saying it just doesn't work anymore and so uh but instead of actually having conflict so i don't want anyone to think oh yeah no it just feels like i can't handle it anymore so god's hand of grace must be lifted yeah uh sometimes we need to look at ourselves and see if we're actually giving it the full effort yeah. and then uh in praying like we say it all the time poor god he gets a lot of bad raps so, like he gets a lot of we uh, we blame you, god blame for, him for all kind decisions. of yeah like don't blame uh and say that god's told you unless you're really sure and you weren't praying alone you had rachel praying yeah. with you you had your people praying with yeah. you and uh you you didn't move until god moved and i think that's a huge piece well and so i didn't i didn't say this part and so so what happened in my story yeah is that i then went and told the leadership that i was released right that i was leaving yeah yeah um that i felt like i was released from the call in this position yeah and uh and then it still wasn't a healthy dynamic um but i was asked to wait a little while for the benefit of the church yeah and and that ask was right because if in that moment mm -hmm. i would have selfishly left right then it would have been detrimental for the church absolutely there was already other things exploding and people right. leaving and changes and if i would have jumped out of the ship the ship would have rocked so hard it would have capsized mm -hmm. there would have been all kind of problems yeah. and so i stayed longer than i wanted to um, because I knew it was the right thing to do. Right. And then in that season of staying, um, God answered the, uh, I was then elevated into the lead role. Yeah. Which I think is a huge piece 
whether because it's not likely that most of the time it works out like that. Like no, no, it's very often, odd. I, I did not think that that no, this is what was going to happen. No, and most often in our circumstances, that that's probably not what's going to happen. However, um, I do think that God can be very intentional to show you open and closed doors in in those seasons yeah. and situations. And so we just have to be willing to say, "Hey, I am going to trust God more than I trust my own feelings and emotions." For you, you made that decision to stay. Uh, what you just said, because it was the right thing for other people, um, which was what you feel the most called to. You feel called to other people and to serving them. And so because of that, you stayed, even though it was still very awkward and uncomfortable for you. And so in those scenarios, uh, yeah, we might feel like, okay, the hand of grace is winning. No, really, I prayed. It's really, it's lifted. It's done. It's time. But uh, let's be careful to not jump ship too quickly yeah. and to wait until the right door opens. Because I know people who've said, hey, the hand of grace is lifted and the very first opportunity they jumped out into yeah. rather than there might have been something actually better coming. And so I think we just have to be really diligent and careful to say, um, hey, maybe my season is wrapping up. And so while it is, what I remember about you in that season is because you knew this season, whatever it looks like, is wrapping up. I'm going to be intentional to close all the loops that I can before I go. You were very, not for me, not for you, for, for the, the benefit for of the, the organization. People. And so I remember that you were intentional to make sure that uh, if you were leaving, you left well, that you left uh, certain departments that you were over, certain leaders that you were over, that you had them ready and prepped. They didn't know even know what was happening yet. Yeah. You didn't go say, "Hey, I've told." And that was another piece. You're right. not blabbing it to anybody. This was your. These were your best friend people. This was not just a group of people no. that were in the church. These were people you were doing actual life with. Um, other than that, no one else knew. And so, but in that, you were prepping leaders around you to carry what they needed to carry um, in the event that you are no longer there anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think so often we can get that word you used before, so myopic, mm-hmm. that we're so focused on, okay, I'm about to eject. Uh, that we just start dropping everything rather than equipping the things around us to to succeed. Uh, the the mark of a true leader is when they're not there anymore. How does it go on? Yeah. And you were preparing everything around you to keep thriving uh, in your absence. And I think that's a huge piece that people often miss. That it might be time to leave, but don't leave your youth group youth pastor with no leaders. Right. Don't talk bad about the leadership above you and then get these leaders to eject because what about that 13-year-old boy that just needs to know God loves him? Yeah, don't burn it down. I see pastors or youth pastors or leaders, they'll leave a church and then they'll say the comment, they'll say, yeah, look at them now. Huh. Yeah. We had 200 kids in our youth group. <laughs> look, now they only got 80. Right. Dude, that's the most disgusting heart. Right. God spits that out of his right. mouth. No, that's I've, disgusting. No, it's terrible. And, and... I've seen and it's, it's what happens. I've what seen leaders do. who've drained bank accounts before they go to try to like set up the people coming by beyond the, or behind them uh, for failure. For failure, and that is so uh, yeah, not kind and immature and all the things. But um, man, if you leave somewhere and it thrives without you, you did a good job. That means you were doing good, so that's good, right? Rather than we get insecure and we don't want it to thrive. And I, we had somebody reach out recently and ask. Um, uh, 
hey, we follow tugging more, we feel tugged into more. And, and because of that, we did make a transition and we felt like it was the right timing. However, we didn't get to finish everything we hoped to. And that feels heavy and hard and kind of sad. Um, how do we how do we get over that pain and, and how do we grieve that the right way? How do we trust that God's gonna take care of it? And something we've talked about before that uh, Aaron has told us in life is like, when other people move on, but also when we move on in life, like the people we leave behind, if they're still loving Jesus and they're still thriving, like that's Jesus's responsibility, it's yeah. not ours. And so sometimes we don't get to finish everything we hope to start in a place where we were going. But if we've done all we can to prepare the people around us to step into more, uh, once we're gone, that's all we can do. Right. And um, I think that's what I watched you do so well was to, to prep people, what ended up happening is that you didn't know it, but you were gonna stay. And so instead what happened was you already built yourself a little army to help you uh, of a few of us that were willing to say, hey, we're gonna step in and, and jump in and now lead with you yeah. um, once you did leave. And so if we'll just look to the betterment of others in our transition, God's gonna honor that. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I, I don't know, I got a little bit of my feels in, okay. this, in this conversation, so I'm trying to uh, navigate what what to say that's actually beneficial because uh transitions are painful it's super painful years later yeah it's right. still it's still painful. no right of course and so what can be really easy to happen in hard transitions is to want to start throwing mud everywhere right if the shepherds get into a fight we should not let the sheep get the sheep get covered in mud. Right. No, it's really good. And so, I I struggle yeah. telling any of the story because I don't ever want to throw mud. Yeah, on anyone. And so sometimes you just gotta you just gotta be willing to bleed. Yeah. Without without getting blood on everybody around you. Yeah. Because dude, sometimes it just sucks. Oh right. Like sometimes ministry sucks. <laughs> Does man? Right. Sometimes, sometimes leading is leading the worst. More is the worst. Right. Do you know the e how easy? Did I, I talk about Slotsky's Deli in this episode? Yes. You know how easy it was to work at Slotsky's Deli. I have no stress. Right. I was showed up. I made a sandwich. I got <laughs> you a paycheck. gave some stuff away free. Dude, easy. Is <laughs> the is the easiest <laughs> right easiest job right. And so like, more is harder sometimes. Absolutely. And so if you're thinking of leaving, just be honoring yeah. and be careful yeah. to not just throw blows because no. what happens is we start getting hurt. Right. And when we start getting hurt, we start getting emotional right. and we start getting mad. And when you hurt me, I want to hurt you. Yeah. And when people just start hurting each other, that destroys the kingdom of God. Yeah. And so the reason that I'm still emotional uh, is because I still want to throw blows. Right. Because I haven't thrown them. Because you're a human and not a robot. <laughs> yeah. And but so so then six years later, Whitney's like, let's talk about leaving. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. Let's talk about that. But but, but we you, have to you talk can, about it because it is such, it's a such, your story is unique to yeah, you. Yeah, super unique. But it's not unique to most people, everybody has a story like that. Aaron and I have had seasons where we transitioned and and man, it was super hard, super painful. We had to decide what was right for us, but also what was right for others. We've all walked through it. Mm -hmm. um, it's just 
it's very personal for whoever it, we you know for each person as we do it but um it's it's a big it's important what you know we as christians we want to stay friends with everybody yeah and i think that sometimes people don't leave unhealthy dynamics out of fear of loss of relationship yeah and we're so afraid that we're going to lose this relationship that we don't say the things that we need to say right. we don't confront the problems that we need to confront right. But, but a fake relationship isn't a relationship. No. It's a manipulation. Right. And so it's much better to have the confrontation Absolutely. and talk about it. Right. Because if you if you leave a place and the pastor or the leader or the whoever never talks to you again, you weren't in real relationship with them anyways. Right. No, correct. No, and so, somebody posted and so an like, article about that the other day and Rachel and I were talking about it that like it sucks to realize, oh, some of the people that we thought maybe were our friends that weren't really our friends, and that's okay. Um, but you have to, you have to realize, like, God's brought certain people into your life for certain seasons, and sometimes that is what it is. Yeah. Sometimes seasonal relationships are what you need in certain seasons, and and it's much better to address something and decide. Hey, you you talked about it. We talked about it in the uh, leading from the second seat. As leading from the second chair episode that like if you no longer can with the right heart and the right mind and the right spirit follow the vision of somebody else whether no matter if you're in church leadership or you work as Hashi's Yelly like it's time to make the adjustment and change for yeah. the sake of the organization and you, you have to face the relationship changes because that's just what it is yeah I want to get to um, the people that are listening that are thinking about leaving not because of a bunch of problems, but because of their leader's capacity and okay, the law let's of the land. Talk about that. But wait, wait, wait. Before, oh. I want to ask you some questions. Okay, do it. So you had the opportunity to leave. Yep. Even though you were looked down upon and right. talked badly yeah. about. Yes, this is true. Yeah. Not even as a staff person. No, right. But as a as a as, as a, a tender. Yeah. And so uh, you know, People people can look at us as a caricature. Right. You know, caricature. Yep. You know, you draw the big chin or big you ears. Or fair like, and they draw you, draw yeah. you all. And so there were draw. some caricatures drawn of you. Absolutely. That were super wrong. Wrong. Right. And hurtful. Absolutely. But why did you, I, I don't know how much yeah. you want to talk about I'll that. I'll talk about whatever. But how much, how much, why did you stay? Uh, Jesus. No, um, that I want that to be like, it sounds like the easy whatever answer. But the truth is, the same steps you talked about right. are the same steps I had to take that I had to have trusted people in my life that I said, Hey, this is what you know, Rachel, uh, your wife, Rachel uh, is my best friend. And she was one in that season that I literally was like, I, I do not understand what is happening. Can I tell you what's going on? Can you show me where I'm missing it? And then can we figure out like, what, what do I need to do here? And uh, and through that conversation, decided like, no, uh, I am not being seen correctly. But it's not on me; it's on someone else's insecurity. They're speaking negatively, uh, but yet God has given me the grace and the gifting to have this other community of people here. And so, though I feel uh, disrespected or unloved or, or whatever, not appreciated or seen here. I'm trusting that what God is speaking, because that was a huge piece of it. Like God, my husband's like, any like like you said, Rachel's ready to fight anybody. Aaron's like, let's go. I'm, we're out of here. I'm not letting nobody treat you that way. But yet, 
together we decided, hey, we're going to pray and seek God. And I don't know how to all the way articulate it, but we just knew that he said stay. We right. knew that he said be patient. We knew that he said I'm in charge. I'm the one who uh, sets up what's supposed to happen. I look on the inward, not on the outward. I got you. Chill out. Take a deep breath yeah. and trust me. And so, um, man, I can remember a couple of very specific moments where I cried and said, uh, man, that's it. Like, I'm not, I remember one Easter being like, this is the last Easter I get to go to church here. I'm so sad. And I like feeling like there's, I know God has more. I know what he's spoken over my future and there's no way I can see that it's going to actually happen that way. And that's where I think so many people miss it we've talked about it before that we've had people on lists they didn't know it but we've had mm -hmm. them on lists about to be getting a job offer and they jump ship too fast because they couldn't see in their mind yeah. how it would work out and i remember feeling in moments like i can't see in my mind how what god has for me can ever be accomplished in this moment in this place um but having to trust that he's a good father that he's in charge and that he's the one who sets it all up and him be like hey do you trust me or not yeah. uh, is the only way that I in those times could could sit and stay. And I think um, similarly, there were moments where I had to confront some stuff. And then when I did, the response was so uh, confusing that I left feeling more confused than I had clarity um, that I realized, oh, that's what this relationship is. Yeah. And I just have to leave it at that. Yeah, and it's what it will be. And it's what it will be. It's not, it won't change. And so can I then still flourish in the community that God's given me? Absolutely, I could. Yeah. In the community of, of you and Rachel and the, the friends that we had and then the, and then the uh, area that we were getting to lead and serve, yes, I'm flourishing into more. Well, it's not just one person's decision yeah. if I get to lead, if I get to flourish. So I'm not going to uproot my kids, uproot my husband, uproot my family uh, because of my own little emotions and feelings about somebody hurt my feelings. Right. Like, I think we have to determine... Pull it into reality. God, I trust you more than that. Yeah. And uh, so that's what happened. All right, Bible story, and then we'll do that last okay. part. Bible story. So a story that really helped me find some solace, so, so, solace? So, yeah. solace some peace, peace? No, in all of right. this, in our transition. So King David... No, he's not yet king. Kills Goliath. It's called yeah, a great thing. You referenced the story a minute ago. Yeah, he's pulled into more. Yeah. But the king, but King Saul's a punk and trying to kill him. There's two different times that David had the opportunity to kill King Saul, but he didn't. Right. King Saul's literally chasing him around the countryside, trying to murder him mm -hmm. with an army right. with him. King Saul's throwing spears at David, right. trying to murder him. Two different times. One, uh, King Saul went into a t into a cave to relieve himself. Like go to the bathroom? Yeah, or some people say he's taking a dump. Some people say maybe he was taking a nap. Oh. And King David happened to be hiding in that king cave from him. All I want to say is taking a dump. Taking a dump. That's what Rachel always says. <laughs> and so King David army crawls up to sleeping King Saul yeah. or whatever. Right. And he takes his sword and he cuts off the corner of his garment. Right. Like his robe. He could have killed the dude. Right. But he didn't. He just cut off corner of his garment. And then, like, King Saul leaves the thing and gets down the hill, and David's like, yo, Saul, I could have killed you, dog. And he didn't kill him. Right. There's another time that King Saul was sleeping in his tent, and David and one of his mighty men sneak into the tent. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says that there by King Saul's head was his water jug and his spear in the ground. And David's 
mighty warrior with him, said David, draw the sword or draw the, the, the spear from the ground and stab him in the head while he's asleep. And David said, I will not kill the Lord's anointed. Right. And I'm telling you, that verse changed my life. Yeah. That verse got me through my transition because everything in me wanted to wanted to take somebody's head off. Yeah. No, I've heard you quote that a bagillion times. But don't kill the Lord's anointed. Right. And so if you're thinking of leaving a place, don't start stabbing people on your way out. No. Keep your mouth There's shut. There's no honor in that. No. Right. God loved Saul. Right. Guess what? God loves your leader that you're mad at. Yeah. He has a call for their life. Right. He has grace for them. Just like you're a sinner, they're a sinner. Right. We're not the judge, the jury, and the executioner. No. God is. We're just a tender of the garden for this season. Yeah, but they're lying about me. But they're but they're telling lies and making people think things about yeah, me that are guess, true. Yeah, but guess what? You've lied too. And you've manipulated too. And you've stolen too. And you've lusted too. Right. No, and the truth is, the look, truth always- Look at the plank in your own eye. Right. Before you talk about the speck in your brother's no, eye. No, it's true. And when you can get self-aware and right. realize I'm not always perfect, right. I'm not always the best. No, man. I don't even know if I could do it any better than they're doing it. Right. Calm the junk down. Right. Calm the junk down. My daddy says that maturity is when you're able to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Right. Put yourself in their shoes. Maybe they're crazy because their parents were a mess. Right. Have the empathy and the, yeah. Maybe they went through some trauma in their life. And maybe their trauma caused them not to trust anybody. No. I don't know what it is. No, right. Because the more you can be empathetic and have a little bit of pity for their circumstances and their situation, the less it's going to frustrate you. But also, the truth comes out in the end. Truth and comes so out. If, if you and haven't smart people, lied and yeah. they have lied, smart people are going to figure it out. Smart people it's going to come out. The, like, you, yeah. don't gotta, you don't got to do it. Let God be... Let God be the judge. Like, let him do it. He's her defender. Yeah. God he's can protect me way better than I can protect myself. Yeah. And if I would, like, I think about it now, I'm like, if I would have fight, fought and tried to make my own way and prove myself my own way, I'd have just made a fool of myself. Well, you would have looked like what they were calling you. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> okay. And so don't do it. Okay. Wait, what's the other thing we're okay. talking about? So oh. if you've made it this whole time and this is not your situation, here you go. Maybe you're at a church or an organization or whatever that the leader above you just isn't uh, trying. Right. Just isn't sharp. Right. Just as satisfied with where they are. And so you keep hitting the law of the lid, uh, a la John Maxwell, 1990, whatever. You're hitting the law of the lid and you feel like you can't thrive. Right. You've tried all the things. Right. And so you feel um like you're in a jar. Yeah. Stunted, squelched. Stunted, squelched. Whatever. I think that that is all about just God's timing. Yeah, right. Like no, right. It's all He's about timing. Teaching you some things, some patience, some some uh, man, all kinds of pieces. And so decide to learn them. Yeah. Like, don't just get frustrated and miss the lessons He's trying to teach you, because then His timing may have to get longer. <laughs> and and I would say, um, ask for the. Ask for the right open door. Correct. Don't chase it down because the grass is always greener. Always. Grass no, is it's so dude, easy. Grass to... is always greener. We live in church is killing it, but the grass is always greener. Absolutely. No, we we're just talking about it today. You yeah. can look at somebody's Instagram and you think their story dude. looks better than yours. You can look and think, oh man, we sucked at this thing and we screwed that up. And man, this got messed there's up. There's plenty of churches I could go and be the pastor of. Right. 
They got big budget and a bunch of people in a paid off building. They just got an old pastor and need somebody new with right. some energy in there. And so, but what are you called so, to do? Who are you so called to lead? So the grass is always greener. Right. What I'm saying is, we've got to pray and say, okay, God, I'm stunted here. Right. I feel like I've reached all that I can do here. The leader's not leaving, or you know, whatever. Yeah. Then say, okay, God, open a door. Yeah. Lead me. Speak to me. Right. Get, put a put a put a cloud come the day, pillar fire by night. G- give me an obvious like, oh, what if I went and did this? Yeah. But instead, we start throwing resumes around and start chasing everything and down, jumping from place to place. No, just I mean, slow, just whether slow it's down a, a little church bit. context or another context, you know, we've seen people who, uh, you know, maybe in this last season with the pandemic and all the things, lost a job where they were making a great amount of money, and now the only jobs available are half as much. And so, well, I'll just wait. Well, no, go get go get doing something until you can get to where you're going. Like, stay faithfully working and being obedient and tugging into more. Don't get all uh, I deserve this or I deserve that and jump around. I, I, there's just so many of it that I'm like, I don't know how to speak to all of it, but but trust the timing of God more than the timing of yourself because we always are going to try to go faster than God wants us to. Yeah. Uh, that's what we've had to learn is to wait. Who do you think in heaven is going to get the bigger mansion? Uh, should I say actual names? Joel Osteen. Oh, I didn't know. Mega church pastor. Yeah. Number one author, Joel Osteen. Right. You think he's going to have a bigger mansion in heaven? Or do you think the pastor of a church in a town that only has 700 people that live there and he was faithful there for 40 years? I don't know. Right. I was going to say, I don't I don't know the answer. I, but all, I do I'm know saying is, that if they're both doing all that God's asked them to do and they're and they're they're giving the 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 energy of their day. Uh, the full energy of their day towards doing what they're supposed to do. I'm just saying. God's proud I'm just of them. saying that in that in God's economy, He does not value the things that we value. No. In the same way. No. And so, like people, and so, up. like when you're wrestling, is what I'm doing important, right? Or the tug of more. I'm called to more and greater and bigger things. Hmm. That's dangerous sometimes. No, right? Because like it's super dangerous. Where. Like, what has God called you to do? Right. Quit chasing Furtick, man. Yeah, you're not Furtick. Don't chase me. Right. Right. There's guys that I have to battle in my own mind that I'm chasing them. But they're not me. Right. They're not in the city that I'm in. They're not called to do what right. I'm called to do. Right. And so when we when we start comparing, oh, yeah. we start uh, getting everything. frustrating. Yeah, comparison kills. Con- comparison kills all joy. Mark Twain. Is that Mark Twain? Yeah, Mark Twain said it. I think. At least he's who I always quote to say it. Who knows? Maybe it was Gandhi. I don't know who said it. Stephen Furtick. That's yeah, what I thought. Can, you know, oh, right. Comparison kills all joy. <laughs> we start comparing, and no, then we right. think that what we're doing is not accomplishing, and then we think we're called to more, but we can't do it. No. Man, you know what would be incredible? Is if you're in a town of 700 and your church has 500 people. That's insane. That's insanity. Right. You're a better pastor than me. If you're in a church of 700 people, you got 140 town, people. Yeah, that that's 20 percent of your community. That's crazy, right? So, so like we've got to look at it on real scales, yeah, and see what God values. Because, like, yeah, in my lifetime, I'm going to see thousands of people yeah. come to Jesus. Yeah. But someone who accepted to be a missionary over in North Korea, right. and only three people get saved in 40 years. God is so proud of them no, for, for their sure. faithfulness. Absolutely. How faithful am I? Right. Really? Right. 
I, my with, house your, has, with your Cabo tan. With my Cabo tan, my, my house has air conditioning. Right. I own a car. Right. No, it's true. I have a bed that you push a button and it goes. Yeah. I'm I'm just saying right. like, man, we start to view things funny. No, it's true. It's really good. I think that if you are somewhere, you feel like, okay. We're using Cabo. She just didn't get the same tan. Favor. I, well, I'm not Assyrian, <laughs> so it takes me a while. I got to get that base burn before I can get the base tan. Um, no, if you're somewhere and you feel stunted, you the other piece of that is, uh, yeah, stop comparing, but then decide, okay, maybe maybe the leader that is over me, I has like i've hit my lid there but i can still learn and grow in other yeah. places find you mentors outside of the sphere of where you are right now start pushing in more in other areas and and allow yourself to grow where you are and determine that yeah god's proud of you man wherever you're at what you're doing just be patient yeah okay this one like we said at the beginning is hard because it's not situational so let's do this yeah if you have a question that's situational that's directly what you're dealing with write it in yeah Let's do that, and then we can even answer. Send, so here's what here's how you ask this question: You write it down on a piece of paper, you fold it up, put it in an envelope, put a stamp on it, lick it, take care of your mailbox. What? Oh wait, no, it's not that hard anymore. <laughs> it's actually super easy to write yeah, us a question. Yeah, you literally comment just it. Just use it on your phone and just yeah. write us a comment. <laughs> You're a mess. I was like, what? So, what address are we going to give them to mail to? Oh crap! Well, we're selling this building, so I don't even know. So. Ask us a question. You can we'll, do it on YouTube, Instagram, we'll Facebook, it. wherever. Ask us questions. We'd love to hear it and, uh, yeah, answer cool. the question. Cool. All right, I'm going to go cry now that you made me talk about okay, all that. Okay, sorry. All right, love see you guys. Love Bye. you. Bye.